You're listening to the Whistleway Podcast. On this week's episode, Kyle and Brian talk about iBuyers and some strategies that you can implement into your business to take advantage of iBuyers coming into your market. Then, Kyle shares an item that's a note taker's best friend, while Brian shares a tool that lets you keep engaged with your client base. Now roll that intro. Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle with EXP Realty in San Diego. My name is Brian Kochi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was that was a solid intro. Dynamite drop in there, Brian. Thanks. So the Whistle Way Podcast, our goal is to give you the tools and techniques that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be mortgage, real estate, or really any business out there. The way that we like to do this is to really answer the questions that you have. Um, Best way to get your questions to us is to ask them in our Facebook group, The Whistle Way. If you want to get connected with the Facebook group, go to thewhistleway.com. While there, you can not only join the Facebook group, but you can subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel, which this podcast is on both podcast and video via YouTube. So you can always uh, watch it as well. And if you want to see... You know, like that we're hanging out here drinking a little Orange Avenue wit from Coronado Brewing Company locally. Um, Brian is usually drinking a milkshake, but I'm not. He's but holding I, off I until do later. want to work that that into the show. You want to work out like the milkshake of the week? Yeah, it's always gonna be Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> Brian is a uh, a creature of habits. Yes, Once he finds something he likes, does it over and over and over again. Yes. All right, Brian, what is the question today? So the question that I wanted to get in today is something that I think there's a lot of misinformation about. I think there's a lot of fear about. um, And I think there's a lot of scarcity mindset around where I think if we kind of shift the mindset of a lot of agents, this can be something that could be a very scary situation into a very, very profitable and positive situation. Okay. I was going to ask if you knew what I was talking about. We already talked about that. So the uh, the topic of today is iBuyers. So before we even get into how we can utilize them and not be afraid of them, kind of explain what the iBuyer process or what it is for those that may not be familiar. Yeah. So traditionally, right, if somebody wants to sell their house, they reach out to a realtor. We come out to the house. We tell them what we think the house is worth. And we tell them what they need to do to get the house ready to go on the market. So a lot of times they've got to get some things done. They've got to, you know, do the usual depersonalized declutter, but they've also got to finish repairs. Um, You know, maybe they need to repaint. Maybe they need to do new carpet. Maybe they need to replace their 40-year-old furnace uh, or their 15-year-old water heater. Dude, they were working perfectly fine for me. Or they need to do some of those things before they get their house on the market. And not everybody wants to do that. Um, Then once the house is on the market, they've got to deal with showings that happen at all hours of the day. They've got to deal with open houses. They've got to sit around and they've got to wait for a buyer to write an offer on the home, which who knows how long that's going to take. Then they've got to negotiate back and forth with that buyer. Once they finally get under contract with that buyer, they've got to hope that that buyer is actually going to follow through and close on the transaction. There's a lot of variables involved. You deal with contingencies. You deal with requests for repairs. There's also a lot more. I mean, obviously, our target audience is real estate agents. So if they're listening to this, they should know all this. They know what goes into it, right? Yeah, they they know the hoops you have to jump through. Or there's the traditional uh, investor model. 
Right. So, or you could sell to an investor, which investors can kind of alleviate a lot of those pain points. But the traditional investor is paying, I mean, if they go to some of these stupid seminars, 65 cents on the dollar, which nobody sells for 65 cents on the dollar. Um, or they could be paying, you know, most investors today are probably paying somewhere in the neighborhood of 70, 80 cents on the dollar tops for what a home is worth. And while it's nice to alleviate some of those pain points, that's a pretty steep haircut that people are having to take. Well, in San Diego, our average price point is 550, 600. Right. What's 20% of that? That is $120,000. Yeah. So that's a pretty big haircut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So not everybody wants to do that. So the traditional route, lots of work, lots of headaches, lots of stress, lots of uncertainty. The traditional investor route is certainty, but you're leaving a lot of money on the table. And I think the iBuyer saw an opportunity, and iBuyer is just kind of a uh, a internet buyer or institutional buyer. I, I don't know if there's a, a proper definition for iBuyer, but essentially it's both of those combined. And so these guys have come in with a solution that just allows somebody to sell their home without all the headaches of the traditional route, but also not have to leave a lot of money on the table like they do with the investor route. Now, this scares a lot of people, yeah. right? Because as real estate agents, uh, your job is to sell them, sell people the traditional way. Yeah. And so when people say, hey, I'll give you more than 70 or 65 cents on the dollar, but also relieve all these headaches, and because they're worried more about number of homes, not making a lot per home, that scares a lot of real estate agents. Hey, these iBuyers, you know, they're coming to take your job. Right. That's that's kind of the the mindset a lot of people have. Scarcity mindset. Yeah. 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 And so we've kind of flipped that. And we're what are we doing? I mean, anytime there's change, there's opportunity. Let that one soak in. Anytime there's change, there's opportunity. And it gives me more time to have another sip of beer. (laughs) So this is change, right? Where is the opportunity in this change? These iBuyers, I mean, if you think about ground zero for iBuyers is, is Phoenix, Arizona, depending on who you talk to, they're about 20% of the market now. I mean, they have taken a big chunk out of that market. Well, if they've done it there, they're going to come to your area, right? Like, don't think they're not going to come to your area. Just assume they're going to come to your area. Is there any area that you say don't worry about yet? The multi-million dollar. They're not okay. going to mess with a multi-million dollar yet. Okay. Cool. Um, I wouldn't say never, but just not yet. Okay. Um, so they're going to come to your market. When they come to your market, you have two choices. You either take a stance against them or you figure out how to lock arms and join them. And and that's your choice. Now, if, if you want to go against them, knock yourself out. Let me know how that works out for you. Uh, but if you want to actually find the opportunity in this, think about this. What are these guys doing that everybody loves? They're coming in and they're alleviating all the headaches of a traditional sale but they're putting a lot more money in the people's pockets than the traditional investor method. People like that. All right, well, how do you avoid missing out on these opportunities with these different iBuyers? Well, let's figure out how we can work with them and then let's figure out what can we do that they can't do? Because that's what a lot of people forget to think about is what can we do that they cannot do? Well, let's say Zillow comes in and makes an offer on the home. Zillow can make an offer on that home. Open Door can come in and they can make an offer on that home. OfferPad can come in and make an offer on that home. Singular but is what you're, what you're none emphasizing. None of them can make multiple offers on that home because why would Zillow show you what Open Door is willing to pay? Why would Open Door 
So, you know, why would they share what uh, OfferPad's willing to pay? Like, they're not going to share what the other people are willing to pay. That's where you come into play. Most of these iBuyers have programs where they'll cooperate with agents and they'll allow you to take a little bit of commission. Even if they don't have a program that allows you to take a commission, there's nothing that says you can't tack a little commission on top in exchange for providing a service. So what you can do is you can go and, and meet with, uh, with a homeowner and let them know, hey, you know, one of the beautiful things about working with me versus, you know, selling your home to iBuyer A is that I'm not going to just come in and give you one offer. I actually have relationships with all of the iBuyers in town. I will curate offers from all of these and present multiple options to you. I, I know people who are, you know, building marketing campaigns around, hey, you know, call me and I'll give you X offers in X days. Like there's people that are building campaigns around that. That's a pretty cool idea because none of those iBuyers individually can do that. But you can if you take the right stance and figure out how to work with these guys. So think about this. You know, those are the big three, right? Zillow, OfferPad, and Opendoor. Think about, all right, well, what if I tell people I can give them four different offers? Four different offers. What's three? Ah, uh, hold on. I can give you <laughs> four wait, different offers. But wait, there's more. But wait, yeah. Um, so you come in and you sit down with that homeowner and say, all right, option A is sell your home to Zillow. Option B is sell your home to OfferPad. Options, you know, C is uh, open door. And option D is we put the home on the market traditionally. And you just lay the options out there for that particular person. And now, you know, none of the four options are going to be the same. Traditionally, listing the home with you is going to ultimately net, you know, result in the highest number. But you never know, right? I mean, these guys are paying some pretty decent numbers for these properties. But now you're at least laying the options out there in front of that seller. Now, if I sit down and I meet with somebody and I present all these offers and somebody's like, hey, you know what? I want to go with the uh, with iBuyer A. I want to take their offer. And if I can maybe make a percent off of that, I'm okay with that. I mean, right, we just talked. The average price in San Diego now is just at 600000 If I make 6000 and I just sat down for an appointment for an hour, that's a decent return on investment. Now, how much would you make if, if you referred someone in San Diego? What's If it's a 25% referral fee, how does... If, I mean, if somebody referred a client to me here in San Diego... I mean, we're not supposed to talk about like what we charge oh, for commissioning. There's oops. like some rules against that and stuff. Should so we bleep that part out? We can talk about if you want to charge a percent. We just don't talk about what we charge. Um, but typically it's between 20 and 40%. Is that safe to say? Huh? Referral fees? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 20, 40% referral fees. Pretty normal. Okay. Um, so That's what I was talking about. Referral okay. fee percentages. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, think about that, guys. You, you could sit down with somebody and, and just you're doing them a service, right? You're giving them the options. And saying, here's option A, here's option B, here's option C, and here's option D. And option D is putting your home on the market with me. More often than not, they're going to put their home on the market with you. Because they, the offers from the iBuyers, rarely are they paying full market value. Might be close, but rarely are they paying full market value. And while a lot of people are willing to pay a price for convenience, what is that price? How much is somebody willing to pay for that convenience? Well, if that number's big enough, the spread between the convenience and listing with you, more often than not, they're going to go with you. You know, statistically speaking, depending on who you talk to, 90, 95% of the time, people that get an offer from an iBuyer are not moving forward with that offer from the iBuyer. Well, if you come in and you present them with three iBuyer offers and you, and they don't go with one of the iBuyer offers, guess who they're probably going to go with? Is it going to be, are they going to be like, oh no, this guy, he's a jerk. He just gave me four different, you know, options. 
screw him, I'm gonna go call somebody else. Or they can be like, hey, this is great. This guy came in here, laid all the options on the table for me. I don't even need to meet with anybody. I like this guy or this girl. They just you know, came in here, did a service for me. I'm gonna list my home with you. If anything, it's a great way to get your foot in the door, right? It's, it's that whole no like, and trust once you get in front of them and you can build that, they are, that now they know you, hopefully they like you unless you're a jerk and they trust you because they've seen, you've promised something, you've delivered. Even if they don't go with that offer, also, I know myself, I'm not going to be like, okay, now let me do a lot more research and call a button. No, you're here. Let's just do it. Right. right? So Because uh, people do want options, right? Like I get it. Most people selling a home, they're going to interview at least a couple agents before they decide on the one they want to hire. But you just came in and gave them four options. They don't need to go meet with anybody else. You just gave them four different ways to make this thing happen. More often than not, Right, like we said, 90, 95% of the time, they're not going to take an iBuyer offer. They're going to end up selling it, you know, the traditional route. You're the person who's there. And, you know, the studies say the majority of the time people work with the first agent they meet with, whether it be a, you know, a seller or a buyer, they typically work with that first agent. So leverage this, guys. One, you're doing what's best for this client, right? You're truly helping them explore their options. And two, by doing so, you now put yourself in the pole position to be the one they select should they not go with an iBuyer. Should they go with an iBuyer, there's nothing that says you can't charge a fee for the service that you just provided. So that's my recommendation, guys. Work with them. Don't work against them. It's They're not going away. They got billions and billions of dollars. They're not going to disappear. You're not going to beat them. Just join them. Figure out how to work with them and how to help your client in the process. And so those are the big three. I know a lot of brokerages are also starting to kind of introduce this this idea as well. So this this isn't going away, it's just kind of starting and, and rolling. Yeah, I mean, EXP's done a great job. They've built out a program called Express Offers. Um, locally here in San Diego, they have five different investors. I could take any property here in San Diego, I could submit it to the Express Offers portal, and I'm gonna have five offers that I'm gonna be able to present to that homeowner. So there's five, and then if you wanted to go the extra three with the, there's the other big? There's eight plus you, nine, I mean, you're giving people options. People like to have options. Cool. That's what I got for you guys. So next thing, the way we like to wrap this show up, we like to do a little segment we call the Whistle Widget of the Week. And this is something that we're utilizing our business that we're huge fans of. Some of these things save us time. Some of these things save us money or make us more money. Uh, so Brian, what do you got to share with us today? Mine is a free online tool. Um, that allows you to engage with your um, customer base uh, on, a, on a very regular basis and very easily, which is Facebook groups. Um, I know, Kyle, if you, if you are around Kyle this last week or two, you see he's posted everywhere that Facebook ran an $11 million plus commercial during the Super Bowl um, promoting their, the use of Facebook groups. And so we have a group for, we have a couple different groups that we have created, we've owned. And what's really great, and people always ask the difference between a group and a page, and I won't go into it much, um, but the long story short is a page is one person talking to everyone in the audience, right? It's your um, person on stage giving a presentation. It doesn't give a lot of room for engagement. Your group is your living room setting, your mastermind setting, where everyone can kind of come in and share it's great because they feel some ownership with it. And then if you're owning it, you're controlling kind of the content, the tone, but also you're controlling the, 
you're setting yourself apart as the expert. So if you want to join our Facebook group for real estate agents, go to thewhistleway.com. You can join there and also the YouTube channel and um, this here. Awesome. What I'm going to share with you guys is actually a uh, gift that Brian got for me. Mm -hmm. And this is pretty cool. Uh, One of the things, you know, when we're going out to a lot of different conferences and events, every time we go to one of these things, they give us a new notebook and we write all these notes and we end up with like 20 different notebooks. Our notes are scattered all over the place. Uh, we're, we're, we basically fill out two or three pages, then we start a new notebook. And we fill out two or three pages and we start a new notebook. Uh, so we're wasting paper. Everything is scattered all over the place. So Brian got me this this beautiful little thing here. If you're watching on YouTube, it's called a rocket book. If you're listening to the podcast, we do put the show on YouTube. Uh, go to thewhistleway.com and you can subscribe to both. But what's cool about this book here is that I write all my notes in here, just like any other notebook. But then I get this little cloth and I could just simply erase all the notes that I had in there so I can use this notebook over and over and over again, which is really cool. The other thing that's cool about it is I just snap a picture. It's got a little QR code down in the bottom. Automatically, I snap that picture. It shoots that into Evernote or a variety of different platforms. And I have all of those notes in one single place. Makes it super convenient. So I have all of those things. What's funny is this was on Shark Tank. And when it was on Shark Tank, no joke, you actually... Put it in a microwave. That was the first would, version. This is and not it this would one. Erase the notes. Now you just wet a little cloth and wipe the notes away after you take a picture and put it into your Evernote. So something really cool. Like I had a conversation recently, and I was like, "Man, I remember we talked about that. What did what did we agree to?" And I was like, "Oh, let me just pull out my Evernote." And boom, there were my notes from that conversation. So Rocket Book, pretty sweet. All right, guys, that's what we got for you today here on the Whistleway podcast. Again, if you want to stay connected with us, we encourage you to go to thewhistleway.com. That'll help you join the Facebook group. That will also allow you to subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel and keep you updated of events we've got coming up, like our Media Mayor Mastermind, which is a two-day deep dive into video. Brian, share a little bit about that before we wrap up. So the whole idea of this was to bring both the agent and a videographer together to come to an event to basically spell out everything we do for our video series. Um, And the reason why I wanted to bring agent plus videographer is that way you guys can come have a unified vision, get it figured out. And now you have the, the idea person, typically the agent and the executor, typically the videographer working towards it together. I found that gets us a lot better results and people are able to kick off these shows much quicker than if they go to a Tom Ferry event or a Mike Ferry event and they hear something but can't quite relay that information. So it's it's a way we lay out our handbook for how we've done our Santee Saturdays, East County Eats, Everything East County series, um, what we've done in the past, what we're doing now, and what we're transitioning into. Uh, each year it's been, each, or each event, it's been different a little bit each time. And I think it's going to be an ever-evolving thing. Yeah, and it's essentially, Brian and I have been together for over five years now. It's basically taking everything we've learned over a five-year period, condensing it into two days, so you can shorten that learning curve. You don't have to spend five years to get to where we are. We can condense that massively and help you get to that next level quicker. Kyle's much better at the condensing portion. Yeah, that's my specialty. <laughs> so, guys, hopefully you got a lot of value out of it. If you want details on that event, go to the MediaMayorMastermind.com, MediaMayorMastermind.com. Thanks so much for tuning in the podcast. We'll talk to you soon.